God is binded covenantly by his word. That's why he says that none of this shall pass until every word that has been spoken come to pass. If God has spoken to you, it will come to See, pass. when God talks to you, does not mean that it's going to automatically come to pass. You have to pray it into reality. When God is moving his hands, he's moving you. By the hands of the apostles, when you move, God moves. So it means the more you go deeper in the things of the Spirit and you declare the word, the more supply of grace. Born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Somebody say, I'm born of the Spirit. I'm born of the spirit. So we've been talking about supernatural, and this is um, like the fifth or fourth or fifth message, or probably fifth message. Now look at verse, verse 7 says, Marvel, do not marvel that, that, that this, don't be surprised that I said you must be born again because that's the entry point into the supernatural. And it says, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And it says that if you are born of the Spirit, you are like a wind. So you are meant to be blowing. You are not preparing to blow. You are not hoping to blow. You are blowing. Praise God. Because one of the things that characterizes uh, being a wind or being called a wind is that it's blowing. Glory to God. So you are meant to blow. You are supposed to be blowing. So it's it's not a new slang that I want to blow. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have always been blown. It's, it's amazing how people want to be what they already are. And you get what I'm saying? You are not trying to be rich. You are born rich according to the scripture. All right? Your father, your true father, really have everything in the world. Bible says in Psalm 24, it says the, the earth belongs to the Lord's and its fullness thereof, the world and those that are in it. If you look at it, it talks about material resources, physical resources, financial resources, human resources, any resource you need at all, all right, belongs to your father. And this he has willed to you. We're going to get into that, you know, in the next two months, all right? You have to understand what your father left in the will for you. Now, we're supernatural, we're looking at it, and then, you know, we talk about the mysteries of the supernatural. We look into the supernatural living introduction, where we are tempted to define and describe what it is to uh, live supernatural. And then we also look at the mysteries of the wind. Make sure you get those messages, they are very important. And on Wednesday, I began to talk about the seed for experiencing the supernatural. And I spoke about Jesus Christ being the living word, and he became flesh, and everything that was made was made by him, through him, for him, and nothing was made that was made without him. That's John chapter 1, 1 to 5, verse 14 says, he became flesh and dwell among us. I explained that. And then is full of grace and truth. And this same Jesus Christ says, except a corn of wheat abides and falls to the ground, he abides alone. But if he falls to the ground and die, it reproduces itself. And this was the sign he showed them by telling them ahead of time about his death and resurrection we are going to be celebrating you know, next week. And that was the you know, game changer. 
that was what brought us and initiated us into the supernatural. And then I said, well, the way he lived on the earth is the exact way he expects us to live on the earth. The Bible says that he was without sin. The prince of this world came to him. He found nothing. The prince of this world should come to you and find nothing. Because, not because we are trying to be perfect, but because the grace of God is always perfecting you. He was holy, so we should be holy. He was victorious, we should be victorious. He was powerful, we should be powerful. He was intelligent, super intelligent. We should, he was his father's son. We should be our father's sons and daughters. There's nothing like daughter anyway, actually. Everybody, including male and female, we are sons. Somebody say, I'm a son of God. Son. Say louder, like you're proud of it. Say, I'm a son of God. Son. Yeah, you can be Sarah, you can be Jumoke. You are a son of God. Glory to God. So you can get the message and get the full detail, but I established the fact that Jesus was a seed and that he has made you a seed. Are you getting what I'm saying? I remember I quoted Galatians chapter 3. If you remember 15 to 16, 26 to 29, he referred to Jesus as the seed that God promised Abraham and not seeds, not as, not as in many. And towards the end of that scripture that I read, you know, he started referring to us, not as seeds. He referred to us as a seed, all of us, and including Jesus, as a seed. And so we say that for us to be an every seed, once you are called a seed, you are supposed to be planted. You are supposed to die. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that you can blow, amen? <laughs> Uh, death to sin, death to flesh, death to commendation, death to... I mean, look at politicians. You can't win any election if you are not attacked. Are you, I mean, you, you are not jollof rice, praise God. It's jollof rice that tries to please everybody. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, so you, 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 there are people that will be against you. There are things that you must be dead to. So you must be dead to people's commendation, condemnation, opinions, people's chat. Do you understand? Attack, all kinds of manipulation. You'll be dead to yourself too, dead to flesh. Your flesh wants to do crazy stuff, and you are dead to it. That's what it means to be a seed. So God referred to us as a seed. Paul says we die daily. Death works in us that life may walk in you. So that means we go through certain supernatural processes where we are pruned, where we go through certain difficulties and certain challenges or God takes us through certain events of life to slim feet us and to cut the wings we have developed to skin so that we fly no more in the word of sin. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you are still here, can you say amen? amen? Everything, everyone respond to the seed. The seed is Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? The seed is the living word. We have become seed with him. He has made us seed according to that Galatian. How we can get that Galatian? I just let me just kick fully from there. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, 27. Okay. Now we have read all this, but I don't want to go back there. So the scripture says that for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Can you see that you are all sons? I mean, all sons have daughters, but you know what it means in the scripture. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Yes, verse, verse, yes, it says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Yes, somebody say, I've put on Christ. So we are wearing Christ, you are inside Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither male nor female, there is neither slave 
nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. How many are we in Christ? One. We are one. So be careful of those who try to divide us. You see, go to the next verse. And the Bible says, and if you are Christ, let's read it together, one, two, three, go. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and he is according to the promise. Listen to that message. I, I, I spoke about the difference between being Abraham's seed together, and he still calls us heirs. <laughs> but this is the point I want to raise. Okay? Abraham's seed. Somebody say, I'm Abraham's seed. Now, how do we now, you know, penetrate, function, and manifest in the supernatural world? You see, there's negative supernatural, there's positive supernatural. The negative one is a diabolical one. All right? Believe me, there are people who can see your great-grandmother. Things that you don't even know about your family that people can see. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there are many routes to the realm of the spirit. Okay? Somebody can, I mean, Jesus spoke about it. He said, the thief comes, he comes through the window. He said, we, he said, I'm the true shepherd. Follow my voice. If you can identify, he said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow. There are other voices. There are other voices that try to mimic Christ. And then they try to see things. And they even see things that are unnecessary. It has nothing to do with your destiny in life. I mean, I can't be people calling people's numbers. Your phone numbers. It can be copied from anywhere. I mean, people, you start seeing people calling because they've gone to Google your relative and they can see your, this thing on Facebook. And then they say that, who, who is, uh, someone like that saw a cousin of mine, called them, they ran from Abuja, ran from Kano. I, 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 think, I don't know, maybe I still keep the, the video. And then they called me. They said, the man of God, there's a man of God that has a word for me. I, was, I said, what? His church is somewhere around there. I'm not, I didn't tell anybody. I just spoke to my pastor about it. I said, can you imagine? It was saying something for those who are his distant member. They had to rush down to Lagos. It was mentioning their family, mentioning the dates they were born. He said, who is 17 for um, 83? That's somebody's birthday. Was doing all those things. I mean, what has, God, that, what has that got to do I mean, it's just thinking intellectually. Do you know there are people that are not subjected to these things without the Spirit of Christ, just by using their brain? What has that got to do with how my company is going to make profits? They are just looking for things that you think they don't know, and they want to push certain things to show for you that they have the Spirit of God. That's not how to know those who have the Spirit of God. You design spiritually the Spirit of man. Not by them telling you they are not your numbers or telling you um, the, the maiden name of your great-grandmother. No, no, no. That's, those things are not, those things are not. And some people, apart from Googling it, they, they, they go through divinations to see things. And the reason why we are teaching this is for you to know what is authentic, supernatural. Your spirit must connect, must design the spirit of man. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, things of God are spiritually designed. They are not a, a, a abracadabra. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are not, they are not uh, what you conjure together, like in magic. Eh? No. They are not Kalamazoo. Praise God. <laughs> I said, praise God. Yeah. Don't be afraid by Kalamazoo. It's just, you know. So everyone, everything responds to God's word. As in, there is nothing that does not respond to God's word. Devil responds to God's word. 
Hate responds to God's word. Words responds to God's word. Devil responds. Even God responds to his word. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, you know God responds to his word? Bible says that, you know, I put my words above, above my word? My name. Don't you know? And Bible says he has given us a name that is highly exalted above every other name. Praise God. If something does not have a name, it doesn't have identity. Praise God. Once he has a name, he has identity. So, and once he has identity, it is subject to Christ's name. Are you getting what I'm saying? And yet, Bible says he has put his name under his word. God is binded covenantly by his word. That's why he says that none of this shall pass until every word that has been spoken come to pass. If God has spoken to you, it will come to pass. How many of you believe that? How many of you have a word from God? Probably you got as a revelation, you know, why teaching or why you are hearing a message or something. I mean, you, have a, you must have a word. Lift your hands if you have a word. You must have a word. Okay, put that your hand. Even if you don't have a word at all, I have a word for you. That's the word for the year. It's a year of kingdom establishment and multiple manifestations. Glory to God! So, you see, it's not impossible you are, you are, if somebody is a spiritual baby, probably doesn't have a word yet, okay, and is growing, the parents will have a word for the baby. Do you understand? They survive on their parents' discretion, parents' care, Parents' word. Are you getting what I'm saying? So uh, gradually, you don't have to have a word. Once your pastor is a, your spiritual parent, have a word. You can survive based on that. I hope that is clear. Even when you have a word, then you still need the backup of the word that God has spoken through your prophet or your pastor, you know, to move forward. Now let's move quickly. Everything responds to God's word. Say after me. Say everything, everything. responds to God's word. How many of you know the reason why everything responds to God's word? Because God's word made everything. Do you understand? Matter cannot be destroyed nor created. Have you heard that before? Atom cannot be destroyed nor what? Created. Well, the scientists don't really understand it. Something created matter. The word created matter. What can neither be destroyed nor created is actually God's word. You don't create creator. Amen? How that is clear. Good. Now, the word of God makes everything. That's why the seed to operate in the supernatural is God's word. The realm of the spirit is open when you speak certain words. Ask diabolical people. They will tell you, ra, ja, jo. They've gone. Praise God. Uh -huh. So you're joking with those tongues you speak. You're joking with God's words in your mouth. You're joking with the supernatural. There are certain words that you speak, your emotions, your body will start adjusting. Words from your mouth are so powerful, especially when it is God's word that you put in your mouth. Hmm. There are recent discovery in medicine, all right, that, that, that for a long time, the word of God has spoken about it. For example, this slang, I want to blow. For a long time, the word of God has said the wind blows and you are like the wind. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so that means you blow, praise God. If you are blowing, you are not trying to blow. Amen. 
It's one thing to think that you're already rich, you have the money in the account by the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, and it's been transported into the real life. There's a way you begin to live your life. If you get an alert of one billion now, your thinking will change as you are seated here. Your thinking will change. You are at rest. Even you are, you, sometimes you are not hungry because, you know, everything is just, as you get what I'm saying. So it is that thing I'm trying to get you into where supernatural is. Once you function in the realm of the spirit, you see what has been made available for you. Your eyes can see by yourself. You can relate with God by yourself. You can know God for yourself. When there is storm, you can say, peace be still. Just like Jesus Christ said. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. And handle things by yourself. Most of the people who are subservient to prophecies and one false prophet and all that, they don't really, they've not grown to the point where they can handle certain things by themselves. All right? There's no need for that. So we are living carriers of God's seed. We are offspring and product of the seed. That is, we are born of the incorruptible seed of God's word, you remember? And we are one with the seed. We just established that. Let me tell you something. Prophetically, we are saviors arising from Zion. Obadiah chapter 1, verse 21. You know, Jesus died to replicate himself. If you plant a corn, the plenty of corn or maize that you will get will be according to what you have planted. Is that not? So the death of Jesus Christ was for the atonement of our sin, all right? Redemption of our life. And the resurrection is for the justification. Now, I want you to have understanding. When he was resurrected, the Bible says we resurrected with him. Glory to God. If you resurrected with him, can you say amen? amen? And the scripture says he ascended, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. We are also what? Seated with him. At the right hand of the Father. Far above principalities and power. He didn't even mention witches, including the one in your village. Those ones are small boys. Amen. Principalities and powers, rulers of this world and wickedness in high places are the superior, you know, hierarchical order of the demonic order or demonic world. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 21, it said, Then saviors shall come to Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Israel, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. A version says, A savior shall arise. From Zion. So what God is doing now is that this is more or less like the heavenly educational center, supernatural center of God where saints gather together to be equipped, to be perfected, to be nurtured, to be empowered, to be ignited so that you can go to the world as saviors. Glory to God. Jesus is no more here, but he's here. If you are here, Jesus is here. Is that clear? So it means that in every situation you find yourself or in any situation, in any mess, or in any challenge, in the country, in the nation, in your company, anywhere, you must act exactly as Jesus will act in that situation. That's the reason for this teaching, because you are also deceived. Amen? Good. Yes, so that's what it is. God's word is our source, sustenance, and all the seed, and the seed, or the world, is always full of grace and truth. Let's say a few things about the world by which we function. I need to run. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Okay, let's first read Hebrew chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. See something that is very powerful. That the writer of Hebrew, the author of Hebrew said. Look at it. I want us to read it together. Loud and clear if you can see. One, two, three, go. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. He spoke in time past to the fathers by the who? By the prophets, because they couldn't have the spirit in them. 
because they couldn't relate with them. Do you know that some people still believe he's still speaking in time present by the prophet? Well, to balance it, if he's still going to speak by the prophet at all, he's going to speak what is supposed to be confirmed that he has already told you. There is nothing new that anybody wants to tell me now that is special. I didn't even finish the story about that man that was prophesying to my cousin. He said, who is Tokpe, 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 Awu <laughs> I'm changing the name now, so <laughs> they won't be able to see me again. <laughs> and he said, yes, my cousin, my cousin. And they were there, like about three or four. Someone came from um, Benue. Someone came from Abuja. My cousin, my cousin. Yeah, I have cousins in Benue. He said, ah, that it's like he's it's into ministry. Yes, yes, he's a pastor, he's a pastor. He's a pastor. And then, okay, okay. Tell him so, 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 and so, and so, and so, and so, and so. And I wouldn't mind to pray with him if, if you know, I would like to pray with him. If I was born yesterday, then you can pray with me. You know, you know what it means to be born again at 10? I'm over 31 years old in Christ. You, you know what it means? You know the, the, the bulk of investment that has gone. Look, when we wear jeans, the people who harass you supernaturally, spiritually, I will have one dread, I have one best. Look at Moses, look at Zechariah, look at, they will be forming one physical appearance with, look, Oga. There's nothing supernatural about that. The scripture says in the book of Kings, he said there was wind and there was no voice. There, nothing. I can show you. He said there was earthquake. There was storm. There was it's fire. He said it was in a still small voice. So people are given to spectacular. Do you understand? We ask them, how was it? It's very powerful. The definition of the of their service being powerful. It's not because they have a revelation. Something resonates in their spirit. They got a clearer picture of what they, you know, confused about. The definition of a powerful service is that everybody's on the floor. That's the definition of a powerful service. That pastor just come and say, eh, 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 who is Gunju, Gunju, Gunju? Ha, that's my uncle. And then he said, it's still like this. Eh, eh, you come. And then, and everybody, anytime you come to church on Sunday, you'll be hoping to get a word from the prophet. Praise God. <laughs> I have no word for you. I'm preaching. What I have for you, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Look at your neighbor. Say, grow up. Be supernatural. Say, you are supernatural. God can speak to you. Good. Does that mean that God cannot show me things? God has shown me things, and I have to pray until he leads me to, tell, to say those things. We see a lot of things we don't even bother ourselves about. We only need to just pray about them. Let's read verse 2. Yes, how does he speak now? One, two, three, go. As in these last days, yes, spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made... Can you see the, the, the words? Not the word. Can you see the words? Uh -huh. That words is aeon. Your word 
my world, everybody's world. He made it. Is that clear? Go to the next verse. Let's read. Yes, he's now speaking through his son. He's speaking through Jesus. All right? There's nothing like the ministry of Isaiah again. There's nothing like the ministry of Elisha again. Elisha. There's nothing like that again. It's not the ministry of Jesus. Is that clear? It's the ministry of his son. Because that's where the perfection is. That's the ministry of redemption. That's the ministry of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's a ministry that brings you into purpose and fulfillment. Let's read verse 3 together. One, two, three, go. Oh, wait, you are not ready. Let's do it together. Loud and clear. One, two, three, go. Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word pause. How many things is he upholding? How does he uphold them? So the world is not just our source. The world is our sustainer. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you see, they would just try to, to distract people from God's word. Each time he tells you to miss service or you are tired, he wants to distract you from God's word. Each time you can't wake up in the morning, even if it's just a verse, follow what we are reading in church. He's distracting you from God's word. Anytime you read God's word, God exposes a secret to you. So devil wants to keep you away from those secrets. Because those secrets are the things that, they are the very things that God wants to use to advance your life. So look at, he said, when he has put himself, you know, when, when he has, when, when he had by himself purged our sins, he's not going to purge it, he's purged it. Sat down at the right hand of the, of the majesty on high. Glory to God. So you see, in Psalm 119, verse 162, he said, I rejoice at your word as someone that has found a great spoil. So you see, he opposes all things. A great spoil, if you check it in other versions, can you see, finds great treasure. There is no treasure island anywhere. It is treasure world. Praise God. Everybody is looking for national cake. This is where the godly, the global, the heavenly cake is. Glory to God. You have been given your own cake portion. Forget national what's national cake. Find the inheritance here. I rejoice at your word that somebody has found a great trail. Look at 105, verse 105, Psalm 119, verse 105. Powerful. Oh, go to that previous verse. You gave us a, 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 a version now that I like. I just saw it briefly. What version is that? Of 162. Give us that version quickly. Look at rejoice at your word as one. Look at it. I'm ecstatic over what you say. Like one who strikes it rich. I mean, it sounds like I rejoice at your word as someone who got a great deal. Jonathan, who made a great profit? Something like that. Because it is the world that commands those things. Forget what anybody promised you. When God promised you, it's a, it's a big deal. Amen. Amen. Go to 105. Businessmen are calculating this thing in terms of dollars and pounds. <laughs> I just at your word that someone who got a billion pounds. Oh. Can you see the way you said glory? <laughs> you, 
Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. God told me one time, he said, wait a minute. You are, even when you are stagnant, the word is a lamp to your feet. Even if it's only God's, God's logo that you have. You know what it's called logo? Logo is the compendium of God's thoughts. There is no revelation. You are just, you are just reading the psalm. Just like the religious people, he said the word is a lamp to your... It means that you are still standing. He said, but when you begin to have revelation, it's a light to your path, which means there's now movement. And the movement, according to this, in the content of this scripture, is a work of faith. That you are taking step in accordance with God's word. Look at verse 30. The entrance of your word give life for Tizo and understanding to the simple. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, he said, We with unveiled face behold as in a mirror, being transformed into God's image. You see that? Being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. We all with unveiled face, not faces, the seed, the face. Jesus is the seed. So we are now in Christ as a new creation, the seed. One face. So you can never get any revelation from the scripture except you are seeing it through the lens of Christ. The Holy Spirit has to interpret what is conceived there. Open it for you. To be able to have understanding of what the word of God is saying. All right? We are exactly like Jesus was on the earth. And we can do what he did and even do it better. Let me give you one or two examples. John chapter 20 verse 21 to 23 Bible says he breathed on them, John 20, 21 to 23. Let me, I mean, Jesus Christ, before he died, he started showing people how to live, that they should live according to the way he lived on the earth. I mean, he's not asking us to go and die on the cross now, but I've done that, but he's saying we should die to flesh, being crucified with him on the cross, die to self. So Jesus said to them again, peace to you. This, he appeared after resurrection. I said, as the Father has sent me, as the Father has sent me, I also what? I mean, the Holy Spirit led me to certain scriptures early. This has nothing to do with a mentor or a spiritual father. I, I honor them. I respect them. I, when God is dealing with you, all right, as somebody that he wants to start something with, he will be dealing with you with a promise and a hope. But let's leave that. That's the, that was the experience of Abraham. Abraham never had any point of reference. But Mekidesek showed up as a mentor. Praise God. Good. The role of Mekidesek is different from the role of the spirit. God was talking to Abraham by himself. It wasn't all the time that Mekidesek was talking. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must put spiritual fatherhood, you must put mentor where they belong. They are powerful, strategic, but Holy Spirit. If he's the one that calls you, he gives you a promise and a note. Look at it. He said, peace to you. As my father has sent me, so send I you. The version I read is so send I you. Authorize or hold KJV. Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. He said, and when he had said this, look at the next action. He breathed on them. What is, what is the definition of the wind that we look at? Breath. Do you remember? Breathe. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. 
But people have gone to town attacking pastors who blows into mic and say, receive the spirit now. <laughs> it's by blicker. If he was using mic, he would have breathed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. He breathed on them. And he says, what? Receive the Holy Spirit. Do you remember Jesus? God also breathed into the nostrils of what he formed. Do you remember? Yes. As a believer, whatever you form, your business, your career, you must breathe into it. Must breathe into it. That's when it can be alive. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how to live supernaturally. Supernatural has nothing. Look, you will be poor if all the time you are just rolling on the floor. Supernatural has nothing to do with the spectacular. It has nothing to do with the spectacular. Somebody who is rolling on, I'm not against it. People fall. If you want to fall, come and see me. That is not a problem. It's to shock you. That most of the, I mean, if they wanted to kill all the magician in, in Nebuchadnezzar, wanted to kill all the magician. And Daniel said, give us a night. And they went to pray. Were they falling? If they are before the king and they can't say the dream, they don't know the vision. They don't know interpretation. The only thing is, hey, God of Elijah, send down fire. Bah! The king said, ah, <laughs> go and kill them. The world needs solutions, not, 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 uh, uh, not a uh, drama. Are you getting what I'm saying? The world needs solution. The world needs solution. When I see some people, their relationship, drama. Finance, drama. Work, drama. Friendship, drama. Everything, drama. You have to quit all these things. If you have revelation, you'll be supernatural. There will be less of drama. There will be more of constructive action. You think straight. You go after solution. You solve problems. Let's stop drama. Receive the Holy Spirit. So when I tell you receive the Holy Spirit, the same thing Jesus did. You too, you tell your business, receive the Holy Spirit. You tell your workers, you tell your partners. Are you getting what I'm saying? You prophesy, glory to God. That's how to live supernaturally. Look at the next verse. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. That, you see, you, you don't just, I mean, you, you are not just sent without receiving the Spirit. Can you see the verse that says, as my Father has sent me, I sent you. In the same way. And then, you can't, when the Father sent him, he filled him with the Spirit. Do you remember when, when John the Baptist baptized him? He was filled with the Spirit and he was led into the wilderness. Receive the Spirit. Look, I know when we are filled with the Spirit now, we just go and hang out. Praise God. <laughs> I'll be eating different kind of, uh, they say, seven course meals. Amen. See, now look at the next verse. Assignment. If you forgive the sins of any, they are what? Forgiving them. He had not even died and resurrected. He has started engaging them. And he says, if you retain the sins of any, they are what? Retained. So that means, you know, under the power of the Holy Ghost, let's be careful of fivefold. Let's be careful of believers. They can retain your sin. But God has not really sent us the ministry of retaining people's sin. That's why Apostle Paul came up and said, we are giving the ministry of reconciliation. Are you getting what I'm saying? You help people to be for. Let me tell you something. You know people go to Pope to go and confess? People go to Reverend Fathers to go and confess. What does Catholic do? It's, come, it's by blicker. When people are in, they are immersed and all that, and they don't really have that connection one-on-one -on -one with God, where, and they go to the priest, and he says, you go confess your sin, you open up, and then it's a form of accountability, and they are forgiving. It's just that the word is now dangerous. Amen. Amen. This is one of the examples. Let me give you another example. Exactly like Jesus God wants us to function. 
Mark chapter 16, verse 17 to 20. These signs shall follow those who believe. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go louder. These signs shall follow, will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new. In my name, they will do what? Did he say the signs will follow prophets? Did he say the signs will follow pastors? If pastors don't believe, the signs will not follow them. The demons will cast them. Did you see some people that demons cast in the Bible? Do you remember sons of Sceva? Seven <laughs> They said, we adore you by the name that Paul preached. They, didn't even, they, they, are not even, they, they are not good copycats. They are supposed to copy Paul exactly. Even if you are going to lack power, just at least. Paul will never say, I adore you by the name that Jesus No, I adore you in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. And the demons told them and said, well, Paul, we know. And you know demons, they, don't, they talk arrogantly. They talk boldly. Especially when they see people that they know that they are their food. Are you going to say, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Identify yourself. Ah, demon. Finish their career. And Bible says, and they jump on them. Five, seven guys tore their clothes. Nonsense. Actually, it was a reaction because that demon, for him to have said, Jesus, I know, is an experiential knowledge. Uh, and then he said, Paul, I know. Even the knowing that he says about Jesus is different from that of Paul. Because what Jesus did on the cross, nobody could do that. Uh-huh. The demons in the environment are supposed to know you. It's not that demons is asking, eh, so you stay here. They don't know you. <laughs> eh, so you have business. Ah, okay. They, you, have, you are yet to be shaking things. Ah, look at your neighbor, say, I shake things. Supernaturally. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Bible says light shines and darkness can comprehend it. You have to shine. You have to demonstrate the grace and the truth of God. Are you getting me, somebody? Glory to God. He shall cast out demons. Go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. Speak with new tongues. He said, if they take, they, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means of them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Don't drink anything deadly deliberately. I say, I want to test God. It will hurt you. But when they poison you, it will be vitamin. That's what the Bible is saying. Are you getting what I'm saying? They meant it for evil, but for you it's protein. Glory to God. They will take up serpents. Do you know the serpents here? This is figurative. There are human beings that are serpents. Like this, their ways are crooked. They want to deceive you. Like Eve was deceived. Hello, baby. Serpent. Serpent, neighbor boy. Are you getting up? There are women too that are serpent too. Hey, hey, hey. Santana serpent. Amen. Let's leave all that. He said, and then they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. God says, if you believe, you lay hands on the sick and it, the sick will recover. You can't be waiting for pastor's hands. Lay hands on the sick. If your business is sick, 
lay hands on him. And from today, start making profit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Your papers are approved. All the biddings, all the deals. Lay hands on your career. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look for something to represent your career. If it is pen, put it there. This is career. I speak to you. That's how to live spirit supernaturally. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. That's how to live supernaturally. I find that it's not all the time you call, you call for mechanic on your car. You can speak to your car. See, demons do funny, funny things. So you know they can go and remove the head of your battery. They can, they, can, they can make your mechanic to forget to cover the radiator. You don't understand. Demons are funny. Some of these things you just think intellectually. I'm not saying you should spiritualize everything. I mean, what I say, don't spiritualize everything is that everything you are, you are, you are calling on God for. We should, we should use our brain. Are you getting what I'm saying? But at the same time, everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Ah, everything is spiritual. <laughs> you can spend your savings on the car you just bought. Ah, hey, you have not seen things. You have not seen things. You got from a, an investment that took away your money. You got into another one that you think will rescue you, and it took, took away your money. That one takes away your money again, and then you, until you are indebted to your company, and you have to be paying your loan back in the next three, four years, you are paying for the debt of the wrong investment that you made. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, we need God. It's not, it's not good to want to spend 90, 100 years on health. And 95, 95% is suffering. The only time you enjoy was when you were small. And your parents were taking care. God forbid terrible things. Someone say, God forbid in Jesus' name. No, you have to declare God forbid, not God that beg. Someone say, God that beg. <laughs> God that beg. John 14, 12. He said, the work that I do, you will do also. Greater work than this, you shall do. And it's you that will do it. If you believe that, can you say amen? amen. What we do with the seed, number one, is to pray the word of God. You have to pray the seed. Please don't joke. See, let me tell you something. The reason why you are hearing now this insight is so that you can go and pray. After service on Sunday, it's not the time to now sit down and say, ha, ah, so who is playing today? Man, you and Hasna. By the time you are watching it, you have, you have diluted it. <laughs> Especially when your team lose. When your team now, ah! you concentrate. You know, in church, you are checking time. You know, the message is now past one hour. The church service is now past two and a half hours. But if, if your team is, is, is losing or is draw, and then they say extra time, they say another extra time, they say, yeah, yeah you are there. You shall want to see the end of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, you are supernatural. You are supernatural. The things of this life should not be treasure, tre so treasurable, so precious to you than spiritual things. Hey. Hey, it's babies that behave like this. That doesn't mean you're not a Christian, but you are babies, spiritual babies. Some people you see, they will prefer a party to a spiritual meeting. It's when you get to heaven, you understand the difference. It's when you get to heaven. Did Jesus go to a party? Yes. You see, he went to a party. You should know that even at the party, he did ministry. 
that wedding, he did ministry. He said, no, no, the party went and said, ah, this time we have opportunities to come here. You look left, you look right, there's no brother, there's no sister. They just play one secular song and say, the kind of clothes you wore to party, you yourself know. It's a child of devil that wear it. It is tall to your pants. It just remains small. If a breeze will start seeing your pants, funny thing is that married people also wear it. What are you looking for? I don't understand. People are under prayer. They, they used to say something, prayer, can you call something? Be, be careful about the things you say. Prayer to what? For, for who? Have you noticed that the slangs people come, come, come up with, they are, not, they, are not, they are not positive slangs. There's nothing like atimeke. There's nothing like we are blessed. There's not, are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, Christian. But pray your tiwa. I was chatting with somebody, he tells me, pray your tiwa in a chat to your pastor. <laughs> somebody is laughing too much. I think the person is suspecting the person that can say that. <laughs> somebody say, I'm supernatural. I'm, supernatural. I'm not giving to prayer. Say, I superimpose prayers of life. I live above them, I live above scarcity. I live above wants. I live above poverty. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. If you really want to understand prayer, what you are confessing with your mouth? Is, have you seen prayer cooker before? <laughs> That's what you are confessing. <laughs> Let's be careful. What you do with the word is to pray with it. Pray. Look at your neighbor say pray. See, this is praying God's insight and revelations to really birth, enforce, and future what he says. See, when God talks to you, it does not mean that it's going to automatically come to pass. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's say, by the Spirit, as I'm teaching, somebody just got a word now. It doesn't mean that as you have gotten the word, it will come to pass. You have to pray it into reality. God told me that you are the, you are the, you are the apple in my... Um, apple of my high, or you are the only egg um, on, my, on my rice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They're about to change the egg. <laughs> if you don't pray, he or she will not be the only. I'm not saying God cannot reveal things to you, but it might not be like. God can tell you you are going to drive. He can show you Rolls Royce. Eh? And you are struggling to buy Passat. You know Passat? <laughs> <laughs> or the next day, or five years after, it's downfall, you are driving. And God can show you Rolls Royce. You have to pray it. Are you get what I'm saying? Especially in your privacy. You are too lazy. Wake up, I'm your pastor. I can sense your laziness. What about disturbing people in my environment? Go to where people will not be disturbed. Go to the field, you know where to play football. Go to, are, are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to shout. To shut down everything that is cravings. You know cravings? Everything we are just. Pray the word. There are people who were harassed in the scripture. They went to pray. Acts chapter 4. Do you remember? Bible says they were threatened. 
They went to pray. If you write Acts chapter 4, verse 25 to 33 down, or 34. But I want us to read from maybe 28 or 29. Acts chapter 4. Look at what he says in 27. Look at what he says in 27. For truly against your... Go to verse 26. Verse 26. Let's read 25. Let me see. I want to show you something there. Yes? Well, read verse 23. Maybe we should just be fast about it. I want to... And being let go, when they arrested them, they went to their own companies and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. Look at the next verse. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God, that's prayer, with one accord and said, Lord, you are God, who made heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. That's thanksgiving. Next verse. He said, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, is that not God's word? Have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? Which, which psalm is that? Psalm 2, good. The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Yes. What our scripture says? He said, for truly against your holy servant, whom you anointed, both Herod, the Pontius Pilate, and the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were gathered together. Yes. And he says, do whatever, to do whatever your hand and your purpose determine before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threat and grant. I mean, they didn't pray the threat first. See, I want you to take note of something. What they handled is they look at the threats and they look for the, for the revelation that can counter the threats. Do you understand? It's not going to be first time what you are going through is happening. It's not going to be first time. Check the scripture it has happened. There will always be a revelation of God's word that we handle what you are going through. So they started with thanksgiving. And from there, they move into what the Lord has said. The kings of the earth rage. They plot vain things. You see that? And the scripture says, against God and his anointed. And Bible says we are now seed. In the seed. One with Christ. And he's anointed. And so he said, that sits in heavenly places, or he that sits in heaven shall laugh. Look at it, he said, Lord, look, and let's go, to, let's, let's go and say, he said, they may speak your word. He said, look at it. They are now telling the purpose for which they are praying. You, you know that they are binded by the mandate that is on their life. They are not praying and they are not, because of materials, but because of the mandates. Look at it. He said, stretching out by, he said, by stretching out your hands. You skip something. I want to, let's read verse 29. There's something in verse 29 I want you to see. Verse 29. He said, now, Lord, look on their threat and grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word. This is the purpose of their prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not that we may buy serilac. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, you know that if you can speak the word boldness, every other thing we adjust. If you can speak the word boldly, is that not what we have been talking about? Planting the seed, there will be harvest. Look at this. He said, grant to your servant that we will speak with boldness. Yes, all boldness. He said, by stretching out your hand to heal. Whose hands? Can you see you're there? To what? That with, you see that when you pray the word of God, there is impact of it in your life. We'll come back to this. Go to chapter 5, verse, verse 12. I want you to see something in chapter 5, verse 12. 
God spoke this directly to my spirit. Look at what happened. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go. And through the ends of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one according. What did they pray? By stretching. Whose hands? Your hand to heal. Lord, move your hand. You see, when God is moving his hands, he's moving you. The Bible says, by the hands of the apostles. By the hands of the apostles. The hands of the apostles in God's hands. So what it means is that when you move, God moves. Go back to that prayer. Go back to that prayer. So you see, he says, wonders may be done through the name of your, of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, what did they do? When they had what? Prayed. And he says, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, not that they shook it. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. I want you to see the difference between being filled with the Holy Spirit in chapter 2 and chapter 4. I actually believe that God allows certain things so that you can always get more filled with the Holy Spirit. They needed the threat. Because once you get the first result, all right, you can relax. Next verse. And it says, now the multitude, go, go, to, go to verse, verse it says, and they pray, feel ahead, feel with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Next verse. And it said, now the multitude of those who believe, let me tell you something. You know, one of the things I believe is that persecution makes a better Christian. Let, let me tell you. One day I called, I told a group of people, I said, we're so comfortable in the south to the point that God started raising people in the north to come and steer us in the south. And those ones, they don't even send us. They came with type two. They came with what? They don't say. And people start gravitating because the supernatural core content of the scripture, they started saying it. This one is different from um, 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 10 ways to... To, to break through. I'm not saying that that's not, are you getting what I'm saying? It's necessary. But there are core things about supernatural. Now that we want to pray away persecution, pray away challenges, pray away, do you understand? I mean, if, we, if you believe somebody, that's a way. And the person lost. Let me tell you something. <laughs> God is working out something. You know, both for you, and the ones that are lost. Because one way or the other, your Christianity must not be diluted. The only problem is, when Satan don't know, you know the Bible says that they know they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. When Satan don't know, and believers too don't know. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, I want to get into something here. Go to the next verse. Hmm. Now the multitude uh, just, it's a, and Bible says, and with great grace. So Bible says they were together, they had things in common, that's what it was saying, and all that. It said, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection. Ah! See, boldness and power, they are connected. Do you understand? You can't declare something boldly. I've listened, you know, I grew up in Anglican communion 
when people preach, you know, there were few priests that are, well, you see, in those days, when we got, we used to go and get cassettes of then Bishop Wedepo, you know, Pastor Adipo, mainly Bishop Wedepo, and a brother came to meet us there. Ah, is this man you are listening to? Ah. He said in his, he has 50,000 capacity. He said, when speaker fail, you know, speaker, you know, sand, fails, like 2,000 people will just rise and run to where the speaker is working under his administration. Where are the demons in order? See, let me tell you that statement. Even the demons in a, in a Moe, they are hoping that it does not come here. Are you getting what I'm saying? Coldness. You go for an interview, you are already drunk in the spirit. Not that you are now there, you are speaking in tongues. And you are chanting before the interview panel. No! But you are already filled. You are filled. You don't know. See, let me tell you something. When Babu says that you shall speak, you open your mouth. When I say you open your mouth, you think it's just by what you have acquired as knowledge. I mean, if it's this, this just one point you are able to hold, uh, we deal with the remaining points. They are powerful points. Pray the word. Pray the word. As the Bible says, the great power, and with great power, and the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord, and great grace was upon. Now, for Bible to say that great grace was upon them, it wasn't there in chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit came. It was grace that was given to them. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it means the more you go deeper in the things of the Spirit and you declare the word, the more supply of grace. We know you can't have all grace at once. But listen, Bible says, it giveth more grace to the humble. These are ways by which you get grace. There is still more. Somebody say there's more. There's more. I mean, I always say that if, you, if all of us have abundance of grace... I mean, God's grace is still inexhaustible. Are you getting what I'm saying? If all of us have abundance of grace. So great power, great grace was upon them. What led to this? Threats. Threats. Look at their response to threats. Look at their Your boss tells you he wants to sleep with you. That's an avenue to pray. You remember a scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? You pray till a scripture comes to your spirit. And you go and say, Father, thank you. We give you praise. And then you address the matter. There will be more boldness. And then you cut work. To means your boss. I remember there was a lady back then on campus. He said, Pastor, this lecture has refused and insisted that he wants to stay with me. I said, oh, no problem. And then in those days, I don't allow because I was so busy. People don't know my, my, where I stay. So I said, ah, I was tired. I said, come to quarters. Come. So she came to see me and I said, don't worry, enter my car. I'll carry you there so that I can sleep with you. I didn't worry. I said, enter. Go and meet him. As the lady enter. You know, you can, the supernatural can rub off on you. As the lady entered, the guy started, you know, cringing. I said, eh? Ah, no. What do you say? Your magic number is. Eh? And the guy was afraid, under panicking. 
and did everything he needed to do. You know the funniest thing? You know I didn't drop out to wait. I left. You have to find your way. I mean, I can't. They, I don't. Pastor should not complete the whole process for you. Are you get what I'm saying? You find your way. I mean, will I still take you back to the? I said, let's stop all now. I said, people must grow up. Look at your girl. Say, grow up. Grow up. Other ladies who was having. Look, let me tell you something. I was a prayer coordinator, and one of the there's one PCG41 in pharmacy. They used to consult. Consult. Uh, the herbalist or something. He said, Pastor, come and hear what happens today. I said, what happened? I was a prayer coordinator. He said, when I got there, I started speaking in tongues. He said, the man sing good meow. He said, this one cannot come in. He said, the rest of you can come. He said, he said you see those ones that he said, you can come. Those ones are chicken. You, you don't belong. He said, he said I started speaking in tongues under my breath. I said, the man has perceived something. You don't know how powerful this thing is. And the reason is because nothing is chasing you. And see, things are happening in the realm of the spirit. It's just that they are trying to pan a bit. They give you change. And you think that things are working. Eh? And the children of this world are laundering the whole money. Both the ones that belong to you. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? Somebody say, I'm blessed. Can you rejoice and give God praise? Glory to God. <laughs> Look at your neighbor, I'm supernatural. Say, I pray the word. I receive the word. I walk with the word. 